Yeah, what is going on, everybody? It's your boy Rob, host of From My Experience podcast. How are y'all doing out there? Are you doing okay? How you feeling? Are you taking care of yourselves physically, mentally, and financially? Huh? Are you doing that? Are you checking on your friends, your family? Did you text a strong friend to see if they're good? Did you hit your man back? Did you hit your woman back? Did you drop that little petty beef that you had between that person? Did you have a good day at work? <laughs> Are you looking forward to something great happening in your life soon? I hope so, Dagnabbit. Man, we're going to talk about a few things today. But, uh, yeah. It's a lot going on in the world. I'm not going to talk too, too much and not talk for too long. I will have a special guest coming soon next month shout out to natasha carter we'll get into a few things today y'all I'm going to have to stress y'all out at the beginning, but I promise we'll smooth it out at the end. <laughs> I, I super duper, duper, duper promise, okay? I really do. Man, look, I ain't going to waste no time. We got to get straight into the headlines, and before I do, I'm going to preface this with, we're going to have a deeper conversation about this with a very special guest, Natasha Carter, host of the HBCU podcast. She's been on the show together. We did our uh, podcast, like a pro webinar together a few years ago. That is a really good friend of mine, someone I love and trust, and I can't wait to have her on the show. But we're going to get into, yeah, these topics right here. Oh, okay. So I don't know if you know what's been happening in Florida with these headlines, man, but, you know... Uncle Charlemagne the God always says the craziest people in the world come from the Bronx and all of Florida. And Governor Ron DeSantis is definitely uh, making that a valid statement. According to PBS.org, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis defended his administration's decision to block a course on African-American studies from the state's public schools. He said teaching black history is required in Florida schools, but the advanced placement course amounted to indoctrination. The fight is just the latest in the ongoing identity and culture war in Florida that has become a hallmark of DeSantis's agenda. So what he's trying to say is, oh, y'all already teach this. You don't need to teach anything extra or anything more. Really? Really? CBS News. Florida once again. The Florida State House this week advanced a bill that would ban state colleges and universities from using funds to promote, support, or maintain any programs or campus activities that espouse diversity, equity, or inclusion, or critical race theory rhetoric. The bill would also give the state's board of governors the ability to remove any major or minor that is based on or otherwise utilizes pedagogical methodology associated with critical 
theory. So they tried to use a bunch of big words, and you heard me trip. Don't tell nobody. What that basically gives them to do, gives them the power to do, is just remove cultural things from campuses that is fund that are funded with that money. And if you go to a public school, you SOL. Uh, and one of the big things are the Divine Nine, our Greek fraternities and sororities. I'm a member of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, one of the best decisions I've made in my life, and I could not imagine what my life would be like without that. So to have such a huge part of college campuses possibly be in danger of being removed <laughs> in, a, in a world where we're supposed to be pushing for equity, diversity, that's like a big push, right? They're trying to remove it. They're attacking it. Interesting stuff there, man. That That's all I got for you in the headlines, man. It's, it's wild down in Florida. Wild. We're going to pay some bills and we'll be right back. Hey, y'all. It's me. It's Christian Jackson, your favorite licensed therapist. I have a quick question for you, and this is no shade. Are you still stuck in that same dating cycle where you end up making choices that don't reflect who you are because you're turning into basically a chameleon, i.e. you mighty morph into whatever your new man or your new woman wants you to be. And your stomach is dropping and you're not sleeping, you're not eating, you're not taking care of yourself. And yes, these are symptoms of anxiety. Relationships are the trigger and they hard and they sometimes suck. So what do you need? Five things that I have in the Grace Method where you can find how to move from being anxiously in love to being more confident in your relationships. Not just dating though, folks, because your kids may be walking all over you too and you need a voice and they need to hear it, right? Come to your Grace space. I am building a community of like-minded women who want to get together monthly to discuss how to move from being anxiously connected to their relationships to being more confident just in themselves. And this accountability community will include the option of one-on-one therapeutic coaching calls with me, access to experts, and more. Go to couchwithchristian.com. That is C-O-U-C-H-W-I-T-H-C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N.com. Follow me on IG at couchwithchristian, and I'll see you there. Hi, I'm back. All right, so... Today's episode, whoo-wee, is called Knockout Recovery. This round of applause is for you. It's for you. Let me turn it up. Why did I give you a round of applause? Knockout Recovery. If you're an adult... If you're a child, shoot. <laughs> if you're about 12 years old or older, maybe 10 years old or older, you have probably recovered from a knockout. What is a knockout, right? Knockouts are when you lose consciousness. You lose awareness from a strike or a blow or some type of hold. I'm a big boxing fan, so a, you know, a punch at the right place at the right time will put you flat out on the canvas you're done. I'm an MMA fan too, mixed martial arts for those of you who don't know. Kicks to the head, punches, elbows, knees, chokeholds, triangle chokes, all these things can knock you out, put you to sleep. You are done. Night, night, gone. You are out. You are out. The other thing about knockouts, especially nowadays, they're very, very, very public. There's usually an audience Tons of witnesses seeing you receive this, this violent blow. 
very violent blow. And much like in our lives, obviously I'm using an analogy, but I mean, yeah, I'm using an analogy, but if you're a boxer or MMA fighter, you've been through this. There are a lot of things you got to fight through. And the next decision you make is critical. And I called it knockout recovery because everyone doesn't recover. Everyone doesn't get an opportunity. Some people are never the same, uh, meaning that they're not as good as they were before. Some people bounce back and they're better than ever. And some people decide, you know what, this is the end. And unfortunately, some people die. Why am I talking about knockout recovery? Because that's the state of mind that I'm in right now. I'm recovering from a damn knockout. I haven't told the full story, but those of you who are close to me know that uh, near the end of last year, I was arrested and I went through a whole bunch of stuff. My life got flipped upside down. Like I pretty much lost everything for a short period of time and had to maintain what I had using whatever resources and friendships and favors and all that to stay afloat. And by the grace of God, I came out on top. Everything was dismissed. It's all good um, on that front. But I got knocked out. Ugly, violent, brutal, out of nowhere. I got knocked out. And now... I have to recover from that knockout. So those of you out there going through something that just hit you out of nowhere, critical blow, knocked you out. You lost. You took an L. Just like I took an L. I took a huge L. The question you have to ask yourself is, do I want to continue to do this? Whatever this may be, right? I think that's one of the first things you you do. Well, actually, a lot. One of the first things you should do is say, how did I get caught? So in fighting, one I know fighters, you know, after you, you you recover or while you're recovering, you make sure you're good. You check on and you check and see how much damage is done. Where's the damage? What impact did this have, right? I'm just going to say the things. I'm just going to leave the order out of it because who knows? Everybody has their own processes. But when it comes to a knockout, typically health is first. What was impacted or affected? How widespread is the damage? Then you do damage control. So those of you who've been knocked out like me, damage control. Look around you. Okay, how bad did this go? Or how, how bad am I physically impacted by this? Mentally impacted by this? Emotionally impacted by this? Financially impacted by this? Socially impacted by this? Take inventory. Okay? Because when you see where you're damaged, you know what where you need to start doing repairs. So you definitely want to start doing those repairs because that's part of the recovery phase. So that is like the biggest thing. One of the biggest things, man, it's like you want to recover and get better. Physically, mentally, financially, socially, you want to repair that. As you're doing that, you're saying you're probably saying to yourself, do I want to continue this fight? Do I want to go back into that arena? Do I want to step up to the plate once again? And it could be anything. Maybe your business failed. Maybe your relationship failed. Maybe you got fired from a job. Maybe a project you you were working on didn't turn out the way you wanted it to. Maybe you lost a, a, a sporting tournament. Maybe you didn't make it to the big conference that you wanted to make it to. 
Maybe you misappropriated your funds and you missed a goal. There's just all kind of knockouts. But look at the damage that it caused. Start fixing, hey, what happened? And then look and say, all right, why did I get caught? How did I get hit with this blow? Where did it come from? And that's when you have to reflect. Sit down, look at the situation, look at what led up to the situation, and you will find exactly where you got caught. Everybody does it. Again, I'll go back to fighting. And fighting, when you look at the table, I mean, we're spectators. We're at home. We can see everything. When you're in there fighting, you don't see everything. And a lot of the knockouts that happen in fighting are from blows that you don't see. Usually, the person getting knocked out is get, got hit by something that they didn't see coming. And that either puts them out or they're so wobbly that they're unable to defend themselves because they've already got hit by that critical blow. So you got to do that. Look and say, yo, I got knocked out. Dang. All right, let's rewind. All right, I did this. I did that. I did that. And then right before, oh, shoot. And that's exactly what you need to look at. And then you can say to yourself, how do I prevent that from happening again? You know, this is me assuming that you want to continue moving forward. We'll, we'll go to the other path later. Uh, but... That's assuming you want to move forward. You got to look at why you got knocked out and say, okay, how am I going to fix this? And you know what you got to do? You got to get back in the lab. That could be additional training, taking some type of course, developing new partnerships, making alterations to your business plan, uh, just making better decisions overall, looking at yourself as a person and saying, you know what, maybe I need to get rid of some of these habits and pick up some of these habits over here. Maybe I was doing too much and I need to do less. Maybe I wasn't doing enough and I need to do more. Those types of things, you got to do that because I definitely did that. Uh, when you're in a situation where everything is taken from you and your your future is uncertain, you find out really quick what what things are really, really important to you. And again, by the grace of God, I kind of already had that in check, but I've kind of honed in, really. I've cut I cut off a lot of stuff, not necessarily people, but things that I was doing that just weren't serving me. Uh, and I just was like, all right, so when I do that, now I have room, more room rather, for the things that are serving me so I can focus on that. And it has been great moving forward. But I tell you, the road to recovery is not easy. That's the thing, y'all, you know. When you're fighting back and you are recovering from that knockout and you, you saw the damage, you're, you're repairing the damage, you know, you may still be a little banged up, maybe a little bruised, maybe a little what they call gunshot. You might be a little afraid, like, oh, I don't want to get hit with that again. The biggest example I can give with that is, uh, well, again, I'll, I'll stick with fighting. A lot of fighters, after they've been knocked out, they're a lot more tentative in the fight. They're not as aggressive. You know, they don't have that same... That same uh, tenacity, they're overly cautious because they so, they're so afraid of getting hit and knocked out again. They're just like, well, I made it back. That's good enough. Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it good enough? You know, would you be happy if your knockout was a, you know, a loss in like a tournament or something like that or a competition and you register, registering to be in a competition again? All right. Yeah, I did it. Whew cool. I, you know, I ain't going to try nothing crazy. I'm not going to try to really, really win. I ain't going to step out there too far. Well, I mean, you was trying to win the first time you didn't. So, you know, why not try again? You can move smarter. You can move better, 
But that fear, fear is a paralyzer. Fear is a huge paralyzer, man. It will stop you from reaching your full potential. And it will stop you from just getting some of the things that you need. And people can see fear and people take advantage of fear. So be very weary of that. But on that road to recovery, the other thing you have to do is get your mind right. Accept the loss. You lost. Whether that's, again, relationships, sports, business, all kinds of stuff. You have to accept the fact that you lost. Once you accept the fact that you lost, you can move forward. It's not the end of the world. Everybody takes losses. Every single person. There's not a person in my phone that I can scroll through and call and say, Hey, so you've never taken a loss. What does that feel like? That's not a conversation I can have with anybody in my life because we've all taken losses. But you know what else? All of my friends have recovered from those losses. Heartache, pain. We fought back. You fight back. You get back in the gym. You get back to what it is that you do. You rework those fundamentals and you get your ass back out there and you try again. That's how you recover from a knockout. I'm going to do it better. I'm going to do it different. I'm going to make the necessary changes and adjustments. One of the big things that I did, again, I've cut back. Rob is focused on a better career. From my experience podcast, all things from my experience podcast, Pass the Peas app. If you have not downloaded Pass the Peas app, please do so. It's the family keepsake app where you can create collaborative cookbooks with video instructions. Imagine having video instructions from your loved ones showing you how to cook some of your favorite foods that you had growing up. And that's memories you have forever. Not looking for little scraps of paper for grandma's recipe or your uncle's recipe or your aunt's recipe right in the palm of your hands. You have a personalized video of that beautiful, wonderful family member making that food. And you can follow those steps. That's where my focus is. I had a whole nother business plan before I started, before I got arrested. Guess what? Put it on the shelf. Because I said, yo, we're going to hone in on this. We got knocked out. We're able to recover again by the grace of God. But all right, we're going to re- reset and refocus on things that are more important this time around. And we're going to put our energy into things that are more important this time around. Things that would have served me much better than the other things that didn't really serve me at all when I was in this awkward position. <laughs> and that's where I'm at with it. So that's my new thing. I'm, I'm sticking to that. Those are the changes that I made. And it feels damn good. Let me tell you, let me tell you, that is probably the best feeling, man. When you recover and you make those changes and adjustments, you feel the difference. This ain't the same old, same old. This ain't the run of the mill. This ain't the humdrum thing that I was doing for years and years and years. And sometimes it takes a knockout for you to make those changes. You know, there are those very, very, very few Floyd Mayweather-esque exceptions to the rule. One in two million person who just gets it right the first time. But let me tell you, man, most of us, a majority of us are not going to get it right. You're probably on that list, honestly. But what are you going to do moving forward? Now, the fight is going to come to you. 
that obstacle, that challenge. It might not look the same, but you still have to face some sort of battle at some point. For most of us, it's going to be opportunities. Meaning if you build yourself back up, you know, I can see it now. I know where I'm headed and I know what I'm doing is going to continue to grow. And people are going to come at me with opportunities and those are going to be the fights. Do I accept this opportunity and move in this direction, which is going to take away from this? Or do I accept this opportunity and move in that direction, which is going to take away from that? Tough decisions are going to have to really be made. Sacrifices are really going to have to be made. Because my battle was, personally, maybe, you know, for me, accepting a knockout and not wanting to move forward would have just been, oh, let me just get my 9-to-5 job and stack my pennies. and Nah, I ain't going to do anything. You want to do business? Nah, I'm good, man. I'm going to just stick with this, man. The podcast, eh, I don't know, man. I might do a few more episodes and shut it down. That's giving in to defeat. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Y'all, I've, I've had failed businesses. Tons. I was a travel agent. I used to DJ. Uh, I used to be part of another gaming podcast. Um, what else? I was a real estate agent. Like I could keep going down the list. Uh, and I learned from all those experiences. But the one thing everyone was always saying, it was, well, why don't you just, you know, just focus on your job or go get another degree and work your way up in the system and promote. And I'm like, that doesn't fulfill me. It doesn't feel good. I felt dead. It's not for me. Yes, there's a risk in going outside of those things and trying something on your own, but the reward feels great. So that's what I'm going to continue to do. And that's what I'm going to continue to fight for. And you can't expect everyone to understand that. And you can't expect everyone to support that. But they, they damn sure going to respect it. If you ain't going to respect it. You got to kick rocks. Get away from me. Get away from me. You ain't got to agree. But if you don't respect my decision, you got to kick rocks and get away from me. So I've definitely reshifted my focus to the people and the things that are conducive to my life and my lifestyle and the things that I'm trying to get done. And you need to do the same thing, man. Some of y'all are still in recovery mode from a knockout that may have happened months or even years ago. The dating world is a big one. You can tell a lot of people, <laughs> there's a lot of hurt people on the internet. Just scroll through Instagram. Scroll through Instagram. I, I hate this battle of men, women, standards, these lists and all that. When the reality is, your list don't mean nothing. Because no one, the app, now I ain't gonna say no one. There's one and two billion. But no one's gonna live up to your list all the time. You want this person to look like this, be like this, and have all of this. And accidents happen and life happens. What happens when that person doesn't have those things? Those those things. Because most of the things people list are tangible. Or things you see. But the sad thing I, I the sad thing about that is people start with that and don't think about the person on the inside. Who are they on the inside? That's what I focus on. What's your mentality like? How do you treat people? But that's a whole nother can of worms. Back to this knockout thing. Y'all. You can recover. You can get up off that canvas. You really can. Yeah, you got knocked out. It was ugly. People saw it. You and this is the other important thing. I almost missed it. Almost missed it. When you get knocked out and it goes viral, because again, there's going to be witnesses. People are going to see it. This is 2023. We in that age right now. Pay attention to who pointed and laughed and pay attention to who reached their hand out to say, yo, man, let me help you up. 
pay attention to those who say, yo, man, I saw what happened. You know, I can help you work on some techniques or some strategies so that that won't happen again. Pay attention to the people who say, man, I told you, though, you shouldn't have went out there, man. If you just would have listened to me. Pay attention to that. Some people, unfortunately, and some, a lot of times it's the people right next to you. They can't wait for you to fail just so they can say, I told you so. Because they have some type of hidden jealousy, anger, resentment. Mad because it wasn't them. Mad because they didn't have the courage to do what you did. But here's the thing. Hold them accountable. I One thing that life has definitely shown me with quite a few people is when people show you who they are, believe them. Believe them with a capital B. Believe them and hold them accountable for their words and actions. That's all you got to do. Don't worry. They'll get amnesia. I don't remember saying that. I didn't do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you're right. You're right. And pull a Kevin Samuels. Y- yeah, you're right. You're right. You're exactly right. But I'm going to keep it moving anyway. I'm going to live in my own delusion. <laughs> That's what you do. So I want to encourage you, man. If you have been knocked out, knocked down, Beaten, battered, bruised. Reflect on what happened. What happened leading up to that knockout? What things did you see that you didn't adjust, make the adjustments for? What things did you see and you say, "Eh, I'm not going to worry about that. I can handle that. And it ended up being a much bigger issue. I'm not saying be paralyzed in fear and overanalyze, but you need to look at what led up to it. Once you discover what that is, Make the adjustments that you need to make moving forward. Do it better. Get back in that ring, man. Whatever arena of life that this is in for you, I want you to get back out there and I want you to fight back. I want you to fight back. You are resilient. And if you're listening to this right now, that means you have survived everything that you've ever been through. So you've already recovered through a knockout or from a knockout. Rather, everyone has. Everyone has. But you know what? Don't just stuff it down and not say anything. Don't just stuff it down and not address the issues and the people around you. Don't just stuff it down and not make the changes and adjustments that are going to make you better. Take some freaking action and get right. All right? Let me holler at my brothers. Kings, my good brothers. I love y'all, man. Man, black brothers, the message is very, very, very simple this week. Very simple message for y'all. Lift one another. Lift one another. You know, this episode I just talked about being knocked out, and one of the things that happened when I was knocked out, not only brothers, but my sisters out there too, man, my friends really came through. And uplifted me and gave me words of encouragement and reminded me that, bro, you're not alone. Whenever you need anything or if you need anything, I got you. You need a place to stay. You need some money. You need legal help. You need a car. 
You need to fly out somewhere. You need clothes. What you need? That felt beautiful. And you know how I got to that point in life? By treating people the right way. By being honest with my friends. By respecting my friendships. By communicating with my friends. And we got to do a better job of that, man. I don't know why perpetuating beef is so popular. And I don't know why clowning people and putting people down and making fun of their situation is so popular. But it is. But I'll tell you. What's really dope is when you can help someone else who's not in a position to help themselves. And on the flip side of that, if someone is reaching out and helping you, hold up your end of it. If you say you're going to do something, do it. Be upfront and honest. Yo, this is what I need. Can you help me with this? Be prepared to do your end of it because it's a sacrifice. Some people look at relationships very, very differently. I look at it like this. It's give and take. When I ask my friend for something, even if it's a phone conversation, that person is giving me time out of the day. The least I can do is when they need me to do the same, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to waste your time. I value you. But brothers, that's all I want to say to y'all, man. Just You probably got someone right next to you, near you, that you know right now that you need to help or you can help lift them up. It could be something small. It can be putting them in touch with the right person. It could be words of encouragement. Maybe it's money. Maybe it's a ride somewhere. It could be something simple. You know what I'm saying? Or it could be something more complex. But don't be afraid to hold them accountable as well. Look, man, I want to do this for you. I really want to help you. But I'm expecting this from you in return. This is what I'm expecting. I'm expecting you to do your part. Yo, you say you need a job? Cool. I can hook you up with this job, bro. It's at 9 o'clock in the morning. I can give you a ride. But, yo, I need you to be ready at 845 every morning when I pull up. You know what I'm saying? The least you can do is be ready by 845 when they pull up, right? You ask for it, they deliver, now you got to do your part, all right? And ladies and gentlemen, that's all I got for y'all today, man. I really appreciate y'all. FME underscore podcast on Instagram, on Fanbase, from my experience podcast on Facebook. I love my podcast. This is my therapy. It feels good. It feels right. It doesn't feel like work. I love promoting positivity, man. The masterclass is coming soon. Uh, I have a few people signed up that I'm working some things out uh, with the masterclass with them just to learn. So those of you out there thinking of doing a masterclass, when you build your course, find some people that you know and trust to be honest with you. Run through your material with them, man. Get some feedback and get that thing right. That's what I'm going to do. I got a great group of friends that I'm going to do that with and I'm looking forward to it. And that's really what I got going on, man. And download Pass the Peas app. We got some great things. I want to say so much about Pass the Peas right now, but I can't. I got to keep my mouth closed. But there are, there are going to be some announcements coming soon in regard to Pass the Peas app. Pass the Peas app. Pass the Peas app. Pass the Peas app. Download it. Download Pass the Peas app. Follow Pass the Peas on Facebook, on Instagram, man. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen take care of yourselves physically mentally and financially we'll catch y'all next time peace